0: Welcome to another episode of the Crypto Marketing Show. I am Ty Smith. Today we are discussing social listening. Um, We're going to go into what social listening is and why it's important for crypto companies, uh, as well as some top tools and tips to uh, involve social listening in your marketing stack. Um, Before we go into what social listening is, we have a first-time guest on the show. Um, Liz just joined Coinbound as our head of social media. Uh, she is a social media rock star, which makes her the perfect person for this episode. Um, so, Liz, before we get started with everything, can you give us just a quick kind of, you know, thirty second to a minute rundown of just you know who you are and and, and what your background is?
1: Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to join the team. My name is Liz, and I'm really happy to be here. I have uh, about ten years in various marketing background, especially digital. I have had my own clients uh, back in DC that I did work for from restaurant groups to hair salons and event companies. Then I joined Daily High Club full time for the last almost five years and led all of their marketing efforts. We were a online head shop and subscription box company for smoking supplies. Uh, We did a lot of different work with celebrities, content marketing, Um, marketing in cannabis, uh, and cannabis adjacent brands is pretty difficult. So it was an absolute challenge, but one that I think we met with a lot of success. I've been in crypto since around 2015, 2016, and have stuck around. I've really loved the space and watching it grow. And I am here to help it build out even more, especially into the mainstream.
0: Awesome. Yeah, we we did a couple episodes on the overlap between crypto marketing and cannabis marketing because both of them kind of are these like fringe industries that don't really have a a marketing playbook written out for them. Um so you joining and being involved in both those spaces just I mean, it seems like a perfect match.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a uh, build the plane while you fly <laughs> kind of approach, but yeah, but one that's worked well over time. So I, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna stick with it.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's go into uh, social listening. So social listening is definitely a, a component of social media, which really is you know your dom- domain of expertise. Um, so can you kind of break down for us in you know in basic terms, what is social listening?
1: Absolutely. Social listening is a way to engage particularly with new audiences. There's also um, social monitoring, which which is a little bit different than social listening. If you are in advertising, you know that there's retargeting and prospecting. When you're retargeting, you're talking to people who have already visited your website. They may know your brand. You're working to pick those people up from either past page views or looking at your Instagram. It depends where that pixel is. But when you're prospecting, you're reaching out to new people who may align with your audience and you do that through strategic keywords uh different locations your data can get really granular depending what tools that you're using and this allows especially newer accounts to really establish themselves in the community insert themselves in conversations that are going to be relevant and help people further define the audience that they want to help build a community with. It also helps more established brands reach out to new audiences. If they're looking to bring in fresher eyes or are looking to launch a product that may have a different market fit, Um, it can be really, really helpful in those ways. But I do definitely want to make sure that the difference is kind of that retargeting prospecting um, segment where you're using social listening to find newer audiences and really insert yourself in that conversation where monitoring is people who already know your brand and are already talking about you so that you can engage with them there too
0: yeah exactly I, my like kind of layman's version of explaining what social listening is in like a sentence or two has always been like it's really the process of keeping your ear to the ground as far as what people are saying about you your company your product, uh your competitors uh, on social media so exactly. it's it basically yeah it, it's basically just kind of keeping your, your finger on the pulse of what's being said about you online. Um, there's obviously a lot of benefits to knowing that, whether it's, um, you know, being able to respond to things, just kind of understanding where your product or brand sits in the market um, as compared to others. Um, as far as specific to crypto, do you feel social listening is a, is a especially important component of crypto marketing?
1: Absolutely. Crypto moves so quickly. And Twitter is a hot spot for twi- uh, for crypto conversation. And if you've been on Twitter, you see how fast it moves. People can get out content. It goes in your feed. Unless people interact with it, that's it. That's your shining moment. And then it's gone. It's really fleeting. And so with social listening, you can start to really target that messaging and insert yourself in conversations with people that may have alignment to your project or brand that you're working on and you can really organically build because you're literally finding people that align with what you are selling or or the project that you're building out or the component to your suite that you're you know putting out there for that audience um i think that it is really crucial to be able to keep a pulse on these trending topics because as you know crypto never sleeps And neither does Twitter. And a lot of first-time updates are happening either in Telegram or Twitter. And people are going to Twitter to talk about that. And so you want to know when those things are starting to trend first so that you can also create your page and make it more of an authority in the space. Instead of then engaging, you can also be one of the first people to hop on a trend or topic. And people will start to look at you as a profile of authority in that space.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, one things one, one thing that we always discuss as far as, you know, we have a, a ton of social media clients is that engaging with, I mean, social media is social. It's, exact, it's designed to be, um, you're, it's designed in a way that you benefit significantly by engaging with people that are talking about similar topics to you. So social listening, especially the tools that we can go into in a minute, make it just so much easier to Kind of take an account from zero to one just like kind of insert yourself in conversations that are around either because you know in the beginning we kind of discussed it's it's specific to like you know your name or your brand your product or competitors but really with most tools these days you can listen specifically to topics so topics that are just much like part of a a larger conversation that you want to be part of whether it's maybe you know decentralized finance or nfts um you can build out kind of subsections of keywords and get yourself involved in, in conversations with influencers and um, news there a lot easier using some of these tools. So, um, Liz, tools as far as social listening. I, I know we discussed Sprout Social quite a bit in the past few days. Um, can you kind of give us a rundown on what Sprout Social does as far as social listening and if there's any other tools that, that you like for social listening?
1: Yeah, there's tons of suites for social listening and even DIY methods you can take on if you don't have a huge budget. Um, Sprout Social is a platform I just really like using. They have great social listening tools. You can monitor different keywords, create groupings. You can even get as granular as targeting certain locations, listening in on conversations, say, You know, um, a lot of things in crypto are restricted in certain areas. And so if you want to listen in um, on areas that might be more restricted and see if there's even like uh, people still having that conversation there, or maybe you want to actually do the opposite and um, eliminate those areas and listen in on people in others. it, It really depends on what your goals are, but I love the tools that they have to explore that create. Uh, topic groupings and keyword searches. I think that's something it does really well is also shows you um, heavy hitting users. And so instead of like manually looking for influencers and people with large followings, they have little bubbles in their feed that show, okay, this uh, user has over 2k or over 100k. And so when you're sourcing um, other people who already have authority in the space, and want to potentially align with that, it's much, much more streamlined to look for. So they have a lot of great data and great ways to show that data. And especially if you're working with clients or a large marketing team in-house, it really helps um, show your team what you're working on and confirm those results as well as pursue maybe more specific marketing plans and really align those plans with your goals. Um, I do everything in a very goal oriented manner. And so I, I think that um, the reporting and Sprout Social really helps drive that home. But there's also a lot of DIY ways to do it. Twitter itself is an amazing search tool and a lot of people don't know how to use it correctly. Um, there are certain shortcuts that you can use within Twitter's search to more specifically look at things that um, are important to you. And Twitter has their own topics, like you mentioned, um, NFTs. like I follow the NFT topics on Twitter and it gives me and feeds that are popular in that space that talk about it a lot and have created their own authority there. Um, there's also, other areas in Twitter for you to look for those kinds of things. Um, TweetDeck also helps you get a little bit more granular by location. I know that that, again, is important in crypto. Um, But as for finding larger accounts, that is something you have to go in and do a little bit more manually. Um, I always like to see who other people are following that are big in the space that typically leads you down a pretty um, big rabbit hole of people to follow. And and other similar accounts. Um, there's also other like one-off reporting websites that you can pull just like one-off reports from that can help you determine who your audience is and who you're speaking to, but that's less in real time. Um, I really prefer, like when you're social, when you are participating in social listening, It's it's really important to do it in real time and be able to participate in conversations quickly that is the edge that some of these um, more expensive softwares give you.
0: Yeah, I mean, we always talk about how like religiously we use HubSpot and HubSpot does have the capability to do social listening on it. Um, so whenever it's possible to use HubSpot to, to fill a need of what we have to do as an agency, I, I try to get HubSpot in there. But I, I will say, as great of a product as HubSpot is, I do feel their social listening aspect is quite lacking or you know, really two-dimensional um yeah. what what we've gone over in the past few days regarding sprout social has been eye-opening honestly as far as what you can accomplish with social listening you can really get yourself involved in conversations so much easily so much more easily um with the right tools
1: exactly and i i think that's the most important thing because just like we said it's about that conversation it's it's just like you're at a party and you hear someone's st- talking about something interesting and you go over and have something to add. And then there, you have a whole new group of people that you're friends with or acquaintances with. And after that conversation, maybe someone wants to get your number to talk about it further. Maybe, you know, they want to hang out again. It's it's the exact same thing. It's like a digital, <laughs> it's a digital method of that. And so I think that that is really the key factor there. And instead of walking up to a group of five people, you can walk up to a group of, 5,000 people and start interacting with them. And so it's really, really powerful in that regard. And again, especially for brands that are looking for new audiences or just trying to establish themselves in the space, I think it's just so important to immediately start inserting yourself. And at first, you know, you might not get that traction, but consistency is key in marketing. And so if you continue to be a part of that conversation, continue to show up in the community and add value I think that that is um, a really simple yet effective strategy.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up as far as, you know, because there's definitely a lot of differences between running an account that's just starting out versus a very established brand that um, maybe their Twitter account is more as like customer support rather than them trying to really grow an audience on Twitter. Um, Do you feel social listening is equally as important for small brands as it is for large brands in the crypto space? Do they, does, does the process look similar or do they kind of serve different functions?
1: I, you know, it really always depends on the goal. Um, I know that's a, not the not the strongest answer, but it, it really does always depend on the goal and, and what they're looking to do. I think everyone can benefit from social listening and being a part of the conversation, no matter how large your company is. Um, it just so is and how you want to present yourself in the community and making sure that you have the value to add. Uh, even if you're a new account, you can definitely have that. Even if you're a smaller brand, you can have value to add. It's, it's all about today adding value and being a source of knowledge and consistency and authority in the space. And if you can present yourself that way, it doesn't matter how big you are in the back end on Twitter, you can really thrive.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I almost feel like it's especially important for uh, brands just starting out because it's the fastest way, really, to get people to engage with your account rather than just kind of tweeting things out into the abyss of an account yeah. with no following.
1: Exactly, because if you're if you're just talking, if you're just shouting out into the abyss, like you know, who's going to hear you, you're really just kind of throwing a wide net, which at the beginning is okay, because you you have to establish some things. And there's always going to be trial and error. It's not like right out the gate, you're gonna, you know, partake in a few tweets, and you're gonna get a rush of 1000s of new followers. But um, it's it just makes it more targeted. And when you can be more targeted on social, that's really, really crucial because it's, it's all about defining that audience. That's the most important thing because also you, you don't want to partake in just any conversation. You want to make sure you're partaking in the conversations that are relevant to your goals.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I, I forget which I I believe it was on the, um, Eric Sue's podcast that, that, Anthony Pomfiano did an episode and he was they they were kind of going into the topic of you know how did you grow your account so successfully so quickly and it really boiled down to the fact that he just sat on Twitter for like 10 hours a day just engaging in conversations like just inserting himself into conversations Mm -hmm. and I don't know if he was using any of these you know social listening tools that we discussed but I imagine he probably was and if not it would have made his life a whole lot easier.
1: Yeah most likely he he's really huge on Twitter now and A lot of people who have had success on Twitter, you know, they really a lot. Everyone says it's the same trend. They showed up every single day and spoke to people. And that's simply what that is. Um, You know, just showing up and being there consistently and inserting yourselves in those conversations and making yourself look like an authority in that space, which he does an amazing job at. And so I think that if brands can kind of take that on, obviously a person is going to be more personable. But when brands take that same approach, I think it can be really, really strong. There's some there's some really big brands and projects in the space that that do this really well and and um, are a part of the conversation really well. Um, and we're going to do that for our clients too. So I'm I'm excited to see where that takes us.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, anything else to add on the topic of social listening?
1: No, I think that I think that, that was a pretty uh, good rundown. Do you have yeah, any other uh, questions?
0: No, I, I think we did uh, we, we went pretty in-depth there, more than I had planned. Um, all right. So with that said, that uh, will wrap up this episode. Um, if you guys found this episode valuable, please remember to rate, review, and uh, recommend this podcast to others. It definitely helps us um, know which kind of content you guys like and, and we can make more of. Um, be sure to join our newsletter, Coinbound.io/newsletter, uh, where we send out weekly marketing tips and strategies, as well as just some just kind of crypto marketing specific content. Um, and uh, that will be it for today. Catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.